Today on The Good Word, we're talking about when to present your best argument and the structure of testimony. The structure of an organized debate is designed so both sides can express their side of the argument fully and allow for challenges and clarifications from opposing viewpoints. In a courtroom, the chance to present evidence and ask questions allows a more nuanced and complete discussion than if two lectures were given, one right after the other. Ultimately, however, the concluding statement is what most of those listening will walk away remembering. No matter the twists and turns and surprising revelations in the debate, if the final point is not effectively and powerfully summarized, the argument will be left with a weak ending. Courtroom dramas save their most dramatic speeches for the very end, where the tension will be high and emotions will be higher. Not everything of value will be said in the final push for understanding, but that which is most important will be there. There's something called the serial position effect, which says that people have the tendency to remember the beginning and the end of a list or a sequence the best. Maybe that's why we naturally tend to emphasize our declarations of belief with short, powerful statements at our conclusion. There's no official way to share a witness or a testimony of our belief in the Savior and His gospel. But lots of us trend toward similar patterns as we listen and share our faith one with another. What we say at the end may not be a complete list of all we believe, but it is what we believe to be most important. For this same reason, in Doctrine and Covenants, section 76, we get this testament. And now, after the many testimonies which have been given of him, this is the testimony, last of all, which we give of him, that he lives. For we saw him, even on the right hand of God, and we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the Father, that by him, and through him, and of him, the worlds are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters unto God. None of these concluding lines to a long record of testimony are any new statement of doctrine or unique only to this passage. In fact, everything given in the passage is a fundamental pillar for understanding the gospel. But just because those statements are simple doesn't mean their impact on our lives is any less profound. Everything about our faith can be understood through the lens that Jesus Christ is our Savior and He lives to return us to our Heavenly Father. That explains our purpose in this life as well as where we came from and where we're going. Nothing is more important in our understanding of the Gospel than these simple, powerful truths. Of course, there's more testimony recorded in the Scriptures even after the one given here. Just as there is further faith proclaimed by those we know who are faithful in our day, it's doubtful there will ever be a true final testimony as the Lord's work continues to the present and extends into the infinite future. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, which is a powerful promise we can put our faith in, infinite in its scope and without end. And that's the good word 